gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit Trying to learn some game, Xavier y'all gonna talk about it No Deanna, speak that shit that everybody vouches Ain't no more excuses valid, get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant Yo, 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 happy new year, everybody, and welcome back to the greatest show on earth, the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. I am your host, Xavier, and I'm super um, excited. I'm super happy, man. It's first day of the year, new year 2023. I'm pumped that we back in the studio. I know y'all miss us, man. We we back with some, we, we, we coming back with some straight fire, man. It's going to be a crazy year. We about to take off this year, so make sure y'all tap in and stay tuned. But before we get started, I wanted to advise all the listeners all the uh the watchers so please subscribe leave that five star rating and review uh like comment subscribe share do all those things like i said 2023 we about to take this to a whole nother level so i definitely uh appreciate all the listeners that's been with us on this journey but if you guys could do all those things i ask we would greatly appreciate it and get right to the show man today i got a um very 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 special guest the most special guest we ever had on the show and uh i want to give her a, a great introduction and you guys may know who she is. So her name is Deanna. Deanna, what's good, man? Welcome to the Million Dollar Monsters. <laughs> what's up, Zay? Thank you so much for having me back on the show. It's a, it's so great to be here. You know, back in the studio under the lights, it feels so lovely to be here. Man, you know, it's it's good to see you in the studio. You know, one of the one of the number one um, questions I get in the, in the DMs, whether it's the, my personal page or. Um, the podcast pages or in comments, people are always <laughs> saying, "Where, where Diana? What happened to Diana? When's she coming back? What's going on?" And I'm like, a couple I, every, it seems like every two months, I'm like, "Y'all, she gonna come back, man? She gonna <laughs> just, just give us some time, man?" But you back in the studio today. The people miss you, man. They really, they really love you and rock with you. So. Hey, I really appreciate it, and I feel the love. I get a ton of people telling me all the time, D, you know, we miss you, we miss your questions, so trust yeah. me, it feels great to be back in the studio, you know, before, well, as we start this new year, you know, just to give y'all some game and to be back and share my thoughts. Share your thoughts <laughs> and share your, uh, you been out on, uh, what you call it? Maternity leave. <laughs> you been, you been out on maternity. If y'all did not know, right. y'all favorite co-host <laughs> took me out the game. She crazy. She been on maternity leaves, and but so she been she been she been out, but she wants to start the year off. Um, just coming on the show and speaking with the listeners, tapping in with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, a lot of times we get a lot of comments and, and people asking like, um, "Where is D at?" So. She she wants to, she wants to tap in. We're not gonna make this episode long. This is a very um specific episode. We want to um just share some things about ten ways you can uh, set yourself up for a great twenty twenty three. You know it's, this is this is a big year for all of us. I'm pretty sure all of us is expecting a lot of growth, whether it's personal, you know what I'm saying, our private lives and professional lives. So I just want to talk about these several ways and several things that I'll be doing this year to to ensure that I'm gonna have a great great year. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And before you get into it, I did just want to point out, can you believe the first episode dropped in 2018, 2018? Oh, yeah, and now here we are, 2023. 20, Ain't that crazy? 2023. Yeah, damn, that's crazy. I didn't think about that. That first episode was 2018, man. That's that's crazy. It was around this time, too. It was like a week around this, this time. This exact so, time. We was this, recording yeah. our living room on our the living room in Cali in the couch. Now we in the studio in Texas, in the great state of Texas, in the studio. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Going crazy. 
growing, growing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, co-host on maternity leave. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, let me let me let me chill. But no, let me on, on the serious note though. I want to get um straight to it. Like I said, I got I got ten things that I feel like. I want the listeners to, uh, if y'all could take mental notes, y'all could take notes in y'all phones or whatever, or you can write it down. Like, I want y'all to definitely pay attention because I think this is definitely a crucial year for everybody because it's a lot of things happening in society and the country. And I feel like it's a real crucial time to um, be serious and wrap it up and be more focused. So if you uh, listen to this episode and you rock with us, please, like, pay attention to what we're going to say. So like I said, there's 10 ways to ensure you have a great 2023. And the first thing I got is... And it's the most cliche, the most simple thing is set yourself some goals. Like mm-hmm. it's like I said, it's the first day of the year. If you ain't set your goals for the year already, I'm sorry to tell you, you it ain't too late, but you just are already a little behind. But luckily, it's only the first day of the year. You know what I'm saying? So you can still got time to write those goals now because a goal that ain't written down, the likelihood of you actually accomplishing it is, is, is slim. You know what I'm saying? They, it's, the studies show that once you write a goal down, you have like a 44% increase of actually accomplishing the goal so writing that writing that writing down goals i'm pretty sure some of you already know this it's helpful for a lot of reasons but many things is it consistently it's consistently on your mind it's something that you're not like forgetting about i know how i am like i could think of stuff every day and it's stuff slip my mind every day and it's sometimes it's important stuff that i need to do but the fact that i didn't write it down it's like damn i forget to do it. i might have missed the deadline or something like that so i think that's one of the simplest ways off top to ensure that you have a great year, is set yourself goals. What is uh, money goals? What is relationship goals? Professional goals? I don't care what it mm-hmm. is. You need to make slots and write all that stuff down and hold and keep it somewhere that you could consistently see it. What is in your wallet? What is in the journal? That's one of the things that um, to start the year off that I got. I got mm-hmm. me a journal about two weeks ago for the just specifically for the year 2023, where I'm writing everything down. So that's another key thing I would say all the listeners should do. Immediately get yourself a journal. You get a five dollar journal, ten dollar journal, nothing crazy. Get yourself a journal so you can write all these things down. Go ahead, D. And I was just gonna add to that, um, just to let y'all know how I did. Personally, I'm not a big journal person because I know after maybe two months or so, I'm done with the journal. I ain't picking it up. But for me, I took the time to put my goals in the notes of my phone. Right. So I could access it from my phone while I'm on the go, my laptop, my computer. Whatever I it may be, because I work majority off of these devices, I can always pull up my goals, look at them, remind myself what I'm working towards, what I'm striving for, and that's how I keep you know my goals on the forefront, um, so that I don't forget them and so that I don't lose sight of you know the bigger picture. But for me personally, like the way I broke my goals down, just to give y'all example, I broke mine down to these categories which were most important to me, and that's what I recommend, like doing a self assessment. And seeing like, you know, what's the most important things that you want to accomplish next year. And then you break your goals down into those categories. But I chose financial, um, personal in terms of fitness and health uh, relationships. I'm going to say that's a big one because, you know, we interact with people on a daily basis. And a lot of people may neglect this, but it's more than just like your love life and your um, significant other when I say relationships but family you know siblings parents friends like I write goals in terms of how I want my relationships with them to go for the year and the things I want to accomplish as far as our relationship um, spiritual you know that's a big one you always got to keep that on the forefront however you do like your know, spiritual wellness um, whether that's going to church or 
praying, meditating, you know, at least just setting some type of goal or reminder to keep you on track with that. Because, you know, as we go through life, that's one thing you never want to waver on is that spiritual well-being, travel, that's something personal, you know, I want to travel. So I said travel goals. And then, of course, business. So those are my top categories for breaking things down for setting my goals. You don't have to choose those same categories, but at least that's like a good framework for you to get the job done. Oh, that's game. I like that. You just, uh, yeah, that's game, man. That's, you said it better than I could say it, but just break it down that way because, you know, when you break things down, it's easier to um, assess them and see what's really going on instead of everything being much together. So I like that. And when you're talking about spiritual, you lay, you lay it right into my third uh, my third way for a great 2023, and that's build your uh, relationship with God, or higher power, whatever you believe in, make sure you build that relationship because at the mm -hmm. end of the day, not trying to go on a um, tangent about, you know what I'm saying, about God and religion and none of that. But that's just, you know, the root of the foundation and everything. You know, the, in my personal belief, my personal experience, the closer you do build that relationship with God, the more um, clarity you have, the more understanding you have with the world, the easier it is to navigate. Because it's going to be struggles. And like how many people are, um, I don't want to say guessing, many people are estimating that 2023 will be a a, a a real recession and they, mm -hmm. they uh, many people are assuming that it will last last until mid 2024 so with that being said it's going to be a hard time for um god willing it's not too hard for a lot of people but it may be a hard time for a lot of people so with that going on you need to keep that base and that foundation or whatever you believe in because that's going to keep you going for real Mm -hmm. And to add on to that, you know, I know the majority of our listeners are under the age of 25, you know, 18, between 25, a lot of young people, and you're still trying to... Under 30. Under 30, yeah. excuse me, but you're still trying to find your footing in the world and really like, you know, get things in order for yourself. So to be going through such a pivotal time in your life where you're building your finances and laying that foundation... Um, maybe starting a family or whatever the case may be, going through a recession or economic times of this sort can be devastating. devastating it can be extremely difficult. I know um, for the older generations, we seen how it impacted them years ago. And that's just something like, especially when you're so young, it's so hard to understand and to find the right way to navigate through it. But just piggyback on what you're saying, when you have a foundation um, when you have something to fall back on or to keep you grounded in a spiritual sense, that is really going to help you see through things, see the yeah. light through all the bad times, um, you know, keep you grounded and just remember, you know, to stay positive and stay in good spirits because bad times don't last forever, y'all. They, they're temporary. We go through them. That's a part of life. They build character. Um, and it's just something... It's inevitable. We can't avoid it, but it's just all about how you navigate it. And being spiritually grounded is one of the best ways to get through it. Facts. And, uh, and I believe it'll help you with consistency, too. That's one of the biggest problems that many of us have here is um, consistency. Mm -hmm. you know, we struggle with staying consistent with things. And I think when you got that, that spiritual uh, foundation like that, it'll be easier for you to conquer that challenge. Mm -hmm. And uh, going to my, my, um, my fourth way, like I said, is to have a great 2023. And this is educate yourself and this is not just simply talking about going to school i, 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 I literally mean like self-education because in my opinion self-education is truly the only education for real because you can go to school get a 4.0 gpa have all these degrees but still 
not understand many things. You could just remember things, but you don't truly understand what you read and what's going on and stuff like that. So you always have to self-educate yourself. And that's with books or if you're online, if you, if you like reading online material and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I recently, because all 2020, like 20, I, I remember when I talked about this, but I know I said I stopped, I was reading so much, I feel like I had an information overload. So I stopped reading for a while. And then on this while, I feel like, my I feel like mentally I was getting stagnant, so I recently started back reading again. And when I started, I was only doing, um, even though I love reading, I was only doing ten pages a day. And I'm saying this because if you're someone that don't like reading, you'd be like, "Man, I ain't trying to be reading no damn books." Ten pages a day, you can start there. That's nothing. Ten pages a day is literally nothing. Mm -hmm. And the average book, the average book is is between two hundred to four hundred pages. So let's just say on average, the average, let's say on average the book might have three hundred pages, right? So that means if you read 10 pages a day, 30 days in a month, it'll take you a month to read a book. Through a whole year, that's 12 books. Mm -hmm. So if you read 12 books, do you know how much um, new information, new intelligence you will have? Especially mm -hmm. if there are books about actually learning things that you can actually apply to elevate your life. You're going to be so much smarter than you was when you started that year. So that's why reading is so crucial and, and applying yourself to get that new information it's so crucial. And it's not only reading. It's putting yourself in new environments around people that's smarter than you, that has more than you that you aspire to be, that could put you on game, that could tell you about stuff. But at the end of the, at the, end of the day, you just got to chase, chase, chase new information to keep keep elevating yourself. And books is one of the small, way, small ways that I feel like um, that anybody could do because some people don't have access to certain people. and But everybody could pick up a book. And like I said, if you're not into reading, just aim for 10 pages a day. 10 pages a day, that, that's, that's 12 books in a year. That's way, the average, I don't even know if the average person in the States read one book a year. So 12 mm -hmm. books a year, that's a lot of information. And it's, uh, in terms of this topic, two things I want to touch on. I'm sure you would probably add to that. The first thing I want to touch on um, as far as the education piece is kind of going back into the conversation of college and school. Like I said, I know we have a pretty young audience. And um, if you follow me on my Instagram pages or things like that, my personal life, you know that I graduated with my master's last year in 2022. And, you know, I got my bachelor's, my master's, but going through all that schooling and getting um, started with my career in project management, I learned the lesson of how important it is to choose the right degree. And as we go into this new year, especially with this young audience, I really want y'all to take heed to that information because I've been having conversations with my younger family members and seeing them struggle because they didn't choose a degree path that would get them a profitable position once they got into the workforce and with everything that's happening right now in the economy you need to do your research you need to see which jobs are needed what jobs are viable what are the requirements to actually get these jobs and focus yourself on educating yourself um, with that in mind you cannot lose sight of you know what's going on in the world because if you're just out here willy-nilly, well, oh, I'm gonna pursue this. And it's no demand for that. It's no right. need for it. You've wasted so much money and time and it's just gonna throw you off a track so many years just because you didn't take the time to do that research. So in terms of education, I really want you guys to take the time and to really you know, assess what's going on, uh, figure out what you wanna do to the best of your ability in this day and time, and then choose a 
educational, make educational goals um, that's going to actually help you achieve your career goals. And then I also want to talk on the topic of courses. I know 2022 was kind of like a wild year as far as seeing courses pop up left and right. And when you are trying to self-educate, I know it's so hard to figure out who you should trust and who you should buy from because nice. money is tight these days and you don't want to be wasting your money on nobody's course um, if it's not going to be a value. So make sure you do your due diligence, read the reviews, speak to other people who've taken the course, see if it's actually worth your time and money before you invest in it so that you know you're going to get the most out of it. And uh, being honest here, a lot of these courses, you could probably find that free game online. Right, Google. YouTube, Google, you just got to put the time and the effort in to do that research and get that information. But at the end of the day, self-educate, self-educate. Um, always be a student of the game. Keep learning. Keep seeking out more knowledge. And trust me, you'll be just fine. You'll be just fine. And I uh, thank you for saying all that. And I just realized... I went. From, I think I went from one to three. I said second. You did. Yeah. You said you <laughs> I was gonna mention nothing. it after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, like, what's two? <laughs> number two. Number two. Man, I'm tripping right now. Number two is exercise. 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 It's... Exercise. And this is extremely important because, in my belief, mental mental sharpness and physical sharpness go goes hand in hand. I'm 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 one person that believe. I don't think you could fully. You can hundred percent. You can't, I don't think you can 100%, um, um, what's the word I'm looking at? I can't even think. I'm having a brain fart right now. <laughs> I'm having a uh, mental fart right now. I don't think you could, you could work to your full capabilities if you're not at, you don't have to be at physical peakness, but you need to be in some kind of physical shape. You know what I'm saying? I think, mm -hmm. I, stri I strongly believe they go hand in hand. Like I recently, I recently have been working uh, out two days a week and I see the improvement in how I get mental, I don't, because I get a lot of brain fog, you know what I'm saying? So, but me working out this much, it kind of clears a lot of that brain fog that I usually experience. So I know me personally, man, this helps me out a ton. And I feel better about myself. When you work out, you, you just naturally feel a lot better about yourself. You know what I'm saying? So that's <laughs> something that I think everybody should do. I don't, I don't mean get a gym membership. If you feel like, man, I don't live by no gyms, I can't afford a gym membership, start outside. You can walk, run outside. You know what I'm saying? I ain't talking about just going crazy. I just mean we got to be in some kind of physical shape. To, and beyond just just the work part, just for the health and the life part, you know what I'm saying? You gonna the statistics say you're gonna live long if you stay healthy to some degree. You know what I'm saying? So you wanna be able out here to stay healthy and work out and don't let yourself go and get lazy because it's I believe how you do uh, one thing is how you do everything. So if you physically lazy and you physically not in shape, I feel like it's gonna reflect in a lot of other areas in your life. In my opinion, mm -hmm. I agree wholeheartedly. And listening to that, I can say. I feel like I was at my strongest mentally when I was at my strongest physically. Exactly. And when I can recall those times, it was one when I was in the military, when I was working out like crazy, and these recent months when I was with a trainer. And now that I can't push myself as physically because of the pregnancy, I feel the aftermath of that, not feeling as motivated right. or as mentally sharp or um, just as in tune and in touch with stuff as I would usually be. And that just, you know, reminded me the importance of fitness and just yeah. staying, you know, taking care of your body, staying in shape and just being physically wet, ready for whatever comes your way and how important that is. So definitely take care yeah. of your physical health. And this, and this is a message to the fellas. Working out, if people don't know this, 
working out is a testosterone booster. And this is important. This is important for, for men specifically because a man without te- testosterone usually is a docile man. He's very mm-hmm. docile. He's lazy. He's don't, he's don't, he doesn't have big aspirations and ambitions and goals. So when you work out and you getting challenges when you lifting that weight, so you running that mile, and you got to push yourself that extra mile to do something, it naturally builds that that I don't want to say aggression, but it's that it's that that hunger. hunger. It naturally builds that hunger for more. So this and like I said, this is very very important for men because especially in the times that we in, I feel like you got to have the hunger for more because times ain't easy. They gonna they could t- they might be a little bit more difficult difficult continuously. So you want to be strong, especially mm-hmm. if you're somebody that's a leader of a household. You have a lady, you have a family. I feel like you always need that hunger and that and that um, intelligent aggression. You know what I'm saying? Not mm-hmm. ruthless aggression. We just doing dumb shit, but like strategic, strategic aggression. Aggression isn't a bad thing if you use it strategically. So I feel like I want to say that to men for a second. I feel like that's very important because that's why it's it's it's, it's a very key to work out because mm-hmm. like I said, it's, it's one of the best natural testosterone boosters, and I think. Every guy needs that today, for real. Because especially in the time where I go on and on about this, yes. I feel like you know, you know, you, you already know in the time where it's, it's things are changing a lot. So, but I feel like that's one thing that I could I think could help dudes. And I'll add on to there. Um, you know, it's really competitive out here these days. Very in every aspect of life, um, whether it's the dating scene, the job scene, business scene, it's extremely competitive. And where is the first place? That you can build that competitive nature and nurture it's in the gym. It. In the gym. It's with yourself. It, with yourself, doing physical ad- activities. That's the very first place where you can hone in on that competitive spirit within yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's also another reason why it's so important to stay physically active, to keep that spirit and that hunger continuously active. Yeah, it, it builds it, working working out for sure. If you do it continuously and you and you're serious about it, it, it builds that mental strength. And uh, the fifth one, so the first one was set goals, second one was exercise, third was build your relationship with God or have a power, uh, fourth was educate yourself, and the fifth one is uh, better eating habits. And this is a this is very a key topic too, because you know staying fit, eating right, all this go hands in hand. Now, for the people that's listening, I'm not saying you know what I'm saying don't go out to eat, don't get that, because I still go out to eat good too and do, but I don't overdo it. You know what I'm saying? I don't go crazy with just eating all junk, all bush, because I know. That affects your mental too. All that uh that processed the, the processed food. Junk. You know what I'm saying? You you do it's it's so many studies on this. Anybody could Google this. All the processed food and junk, it affects your work ethic, it affects your habits, it affects your mental, how you how you wired and all that stuff. So it's important to eat clean and eat and eat right because that's gonna affect the way you move out here. You know what I'm saying? You gotta fuel yourself with the right with the right things. You know what I'm saying? You can't mm-hmm. eat BS and junk all you can't treat your body like it's a junkyard. You got to fool yourself with the right things so you can keep moving out here and doing what you need to do. You don't want nothing to slow you down. You know what I'm saying? I know times when I ate a lot of junk, I would, wound, I would get sick like once a quarter. Now I'm sick. I'm down for one or two weeks. I can't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? One or two weeks. If I'm down for one or two weeks, once a quarter, that's like, that's damn near a month a year. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like over a month a year that I'm just laid out. I can't do nothing. That's too much. So you have to put those right things in your body that'll always keep you going. You know, not not to say you will never get sick again, but it'll be more. It won't be as as prevalent as when you eating the bullshit. And not to mention, um, not eating right and DoorDashing and going what out. Twenty. 
it hurts your pockets right. real bad. Like you go, I know y'all be adding it up at the end of the month. If you want to know people who track your expenses and you see how much you spent on it and it hurt your heart. Cause I've been there plenty of times where I'm just like, this is out of control. So definitely take heed to that. You know, if that's one area of your life where, um, of course, all the benefits Xavier talks about, but you could cut back on spending wise and really just focus on nourishing your body with healthier choices, going to the grocery store, doing your own cooking. Then I definitely challenge you to do that for 2023, even if it doesn't happen immediately, because, you know, reversing. We've talked about a lot of stuff, but it's not easy to just reverse a lot of these habits just because it's a new year. But it's just making the strides to do, to it, do it is what's important. Right. So putting in that work every day, we're going to have our slip ups. We're going to have our cheat days Facts. when it comes to food. But as long as you just keep working towards it, one day you're going to get there. One day it's going to be second nature. And, you know, we'll be having a whole different conversation. <laughs> so just, you know, remember those things. Keep yeah. that in mind. Keep that in mind. Just, just, just stay consistent. And um, excuse me. My my six my six thing I have the six the six way for like I feel like you could uh, utilize to have a successful year is uh, waking up early. True. And I feel like this is man this this really could have been number one man because I feel like um, waking up early could solve so I feel like this is something that I've been I'm I'm speaking on it because this is something that I'm personally d dealing with and doing right now I've been waking up at five a.m. Uh, working out. And then by the time nines hit nine nine a.m. hit, you might be able to finish that most tasks that uh people take all week to do. Cause you up at five, you handling your business, and I feel like me personally, when you wake up that early, the sun is not up, it's dark outside, nobody quiet. is out, it's extremely quiet. I feel like that gives you an opportunity to get some clarity in the midst of all the chaos that's going on in the world. You know, every day. In society, especially if you live in any city, in a major city, it's so busy, busy, busy. Everybody running around. You ain't got time for nothing. You got to do this task, then it's this, then it's that. Then you might have to pick up your kid. Then you got to get home to get some food. Then you got to do that. It's always work, work, work. It's always something. So you never get that time to really just sit down by yourself and and, and, and think back on the things you've done, what you want to do, uh, get some understanding on things. So I feel like waking up early gives you that opportunity just because it's everybody asleep. The world, well, I'm going to say the world, the country is asleep at least. Everybody sleeps. So you can sit there, whether you want to start off with a meditation, whether you want to start off with a book, whether you want to start off stretching, whatever you want to do, that's going to that's gonna bring forth, I'm, I'm telling you, man, it's going to bring forth some clarity for you and you're going to be able to see things more clearly and you're going to feel good about yourself when you get that day started, get things going. Like I said, by 10 a.m., you can have so much work done where the average person is just now waking up. Mm -hmm. You already ahead of most people because you've been up early in the morning. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I feel like um, I know some people would say schedule your most difficult or your most work heavy uh, tasks for the day first thing in the morning. Right. So you could just knock them out and then you could kind of spend the rest of the day knocking out those small things as you go about your day, you know, the rest of your schedule. And personally for me doing that, knocking out those big things first thing in the morning, it just always made me feel like, all right, once they were done, I got the rest of the day to myself, free to plan it and do it how I see fit. And I always just felt like I was getting so much more done with those early mornings. So definitely that's an important one. Wake up, wake up early, do what you got to do, knock it out, and then enjoy the rest of your day. And it's a secret that most um, 
uber successful people don't really speak about or tell people if yeah you, if you if you're around real successful people oftentimes and you get to see their routine and their schedule you'll see if you ask them what time are they waking up it won't be after eight o'clock i guarantee that if it's any extremely successful person that you list that you look up to ask them what time do they wake up in the morning and i bet you it's not after eight it's more than likely going to be before seven it's more than likely probably going to be before six o'clock mm-hmm. extremely successful people i won't say all because there's always exceptions to the rule but most, they are waking up at 4, 5, 6 a.m. And it's a reason for this. You know what I'm saying? They're just, just not waking up to lay around and sit up just to say, oh, I'm up before everybody. Y'all sleep, I'm up. They're waking up early just so they can immediately start getting things done. First, they want to get that clarity, that silence to, to get ready for the day. Then they get, immediately, gets, immediately get to work. So by the time it's 8, 9 o'clock, like I mentioned earlier, when everybody's waking up, They've already accomplished so many tasks throughout the day already. Mm-hmm. So they're way ahead of you. Now, imagine you do that for a week. Imagine if you do that for a month. Now, imagine if you do that for three years. You're way... It's going to take forever for the average person to even ever catch up with you just because you have so many more hours ahead of them of putting in work. So that's why waking up early is so important because it's only 24 hours in a day. Mm-hmm. We, don't yes. have a, we don't have an infinite amount of time. It's only 24 in a day. So we wake up early... You get to uh, get those extra hours and be up before everybody. It's all about how you manage your time. That's what it boils down to. Make every second, every minute, every hour of the day count. Be productive as you can. Still remember to take care of yourself. But at the end of the day, it boils to what's going to set you apart from the person next to you and who's doing the same thing is how you manage your time, what you do with the time you have, and that's that. And uh, the seventh one I had is limit distractions. And I feel this is one that could have been number one too, especially in these times. I feel like this is a time period in human history where we have, I think we have the most distractions in human history in this time period today. You talk Definitely. about TikTok. You talk about Instagram. You talk about Twitter. You talk about Facebook. You talk about YouTube. You talk about Netflix. Just one of those apps alone provides a million distractions. If you're someone that's on all of them, how can you ever accomplish anything? Because we know all these apps is like a drug. The people that created these apps, they intentionally create them for you to get addicted. It's a reason why the people that create these apps don't use them. Mm-hmm. They know there's an addiction. So when you get on here, as many of us, you know, many of us will deny it and be like, well, yes. I'm not addicted to social media. I can get <laughs> off whenever I want. Like, man, let's be real. I'm going to be real with y'all. I'm addicted. I'm not going to lie to you and act like I'm not and be like, oh, no, I'm not addicted. But <laughs> like what I believe is, it's so it's I don't gonna say it's okay to be addicted. I just believe you have to be a functioning addict because it's a part it's all a part of all of our daily lives. You know what I'm saying? You can't be like, no, I'm never gonna use it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That would be kind of crazy for the belief that you're never gonna use it. I feel like you can use these things, but don't let it take control of your life. Don't let it stop you from doing the things you need to do. So you really truly it sounds crazy, sounds funny. You really have to be a functioning addict and limit those those distractions like they say they did research on this they said the average person in america is on social media for two and a half hours a day and that doesn't sound crazy like at a grand scale two and a half hours a day doesn't sound crazy i honestly thought it would be more than that i thought it was gonna say like six or seven hours a day but you think about it if it's two and a half hours a day you times that by seven that's 17 hours a week 14 17 hours a, 17 hours a week times four that's 70 hours a month what <laughs> what's funny no, you That's said two times seven. 
That's 14, not 17. Oh, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> 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 You know, I be I always, I, I always, you always, always do this. No, I said, I said, my bad. I said two, no, two and a half hours a two day. Two and a half. Yeah, okay. yeah. See, look, you counted the half. Yeah, two. Right. And, I thought, look, you man, did. you tripping, man? You hey, trying to, I was trying to look out for you. Two and two and a half hours a day, and seventeen hours a week, and that seventeen hours a week. Imagine what you can do if you took that seventeen. I ain't saying get it down to zero, but you took that seventeen and you just got it down to ten. That's mm -hmm. a seven extra hours you got to work and get ahead. Now, imagine if you got there from 17 to 10, you get down to five. Because 17 hours a week, that's over 70 hours a month. Mm -hmm. So that means the average person, and the average person is really not a content creator. Nope. So the average person is on two and a half hours a day. Just consuming. Just consuming. Content creators, I'm willing to bet, are on for at least five to six hours a day. So but whatever that's a numbers, job at that that's because it's a job. So whatever numbers I said for the average person, I'm pretty sure you could double and triple those for a content creator. So people are really on like on uh, social media for like a hundred hours a month, and that is outrageous. Like when you think about a hundred every month. Now do that for a year and multiple years. So people are literally wasting thousands of hours of their lifetime just on these platforms, and most of the time we're not creating. Or posting. Most of the time, we just scrolling and watching and laughing, mm -hmm. and it's easy to do it because sometimes things are so funny. You just catch yourself scrolling. That's thing. An hour or two hours go by, but you have to be mindful because you are literally wasting a lot of your time that you could be doing something else productive with your mm -hmm. life. You know what I'm saying? So that's one of the things that, um, like I said, that's just one distraction. I'm talking about social media, but I'm mentioning that one because I feel like that's the main distraction for most of us. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So. If we could limit that, and I'm not saying it's easy. Like I said, we, in my opinion, we all addicted. I get it. But you have to be that functioning at it and try to scale back. And you, they got apps out here that will uh, restrict your time on these apps. So if you're one of those people that need an app, or you could just delete the app, or just do whatever you can do to limit that time so you can focus on other things, I think it's very important to do that in this, in, in this year because, like I said, it's a lot of things that are going on. You want to make sure you stay focused. You definitely do. So if you're listening right now, I hope you got out your pen and paper and you started making that list about all the things that keep you distracted throughout the day. Facts. I actually said... Be real. be real with yourself. Yeah, too. be real with yourself. But I say take two, day, two three days and just kind of just write down throughout the day what you're doing because like you said you may not realize it so right. just like give yourself two three days and just you know jot down notes throughout the day what did you do um what did you spend the most time doing the least amount of time doing and then once those few days are up you know sit back and reflect sit back and look at how much time you spent on these activities in your life and then go from there to create a strategic plan for how you want to do better with limiting those distractions and actually um, taking back control of your time. And control. like you said, it's not just social media. Um, it could be people. It could be so many other areas of life mm -hmm. and you don't even realize it. So, you know, just take that moment, self-reflect, because that's what the new year is all about. Exactly. You know, self-reflection. Self-reflection. So you can have a better year. A better year, you know. And, and you don't want to create, you, wanna, you don't want to have those same habits that you took into last year and bring it to this year and get those same results because mm -hmm. that's just if you're getting the same results year after year after year you're pretty much living for no reason what is you living for you doing the same thing over and over no growth just the same thing so definitely want to limit those distractions like i said i know social media is the main one for all of us especially us under 50 years old you know what i'm saying we all on there every day all day so if you can limit that down i know that's one of the things i'll definitely be doing this year if i'm not creating content posting content 
uh, reading DMs and stuff like that. I'm not going to be on there consuming and, and, and scrolling, wasting hours of doing that because that's, that's a complete waste of time. I could be doing something else. Mm -hmm. So uh, going into the next thing, this is the night. This is uh, what's this? Eight. Eight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, eight is limit and decrease and uh, limit and uh, decrease expenses. Now this is super important. Like I had to. They say they say the average household in America makes eighty thousand a year before taxes. What you think? The, what you think? How much the average American spend? A year. The household. A year. Yeah. They make an eighty thousand before taxes. How much you think they spend there? Probably what ninety a hundred. No, it's 66. 66. But that's still, if that's 80 before taxes, we all know after taxes, it's going to be less than 66. Yeah. And so, I said 90, 100 because debt. Yeah, debt, debt and all that. But <laughs> yeah, Credit, right. consumer right. debt and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, so basically what it comes down to is the average, the American is, is, as we all know, you could guess that we're spending more than we make. Mm -hmm. And that's a recipe for stagnation, yes, number one. And we talk about, you know, this show is about wealth and growing your, growing your income and all that. You're never going to grow your money if you're spending more than you make. Mm -hmm. So the, one of the main things going into this new year, like I said, where, where they are predicting uh, economic collapse, as they say, you can't, you, you can't be reckless this year. You know what I'm saying? Those PPP loans, that's over <laughs> with. Those EDDs, that, uh, those stimulus checks, they may know that's over that with. Assistance. So people can't be that assistance. So people need can't be reckless. They're going to have to reel it in and really be strategic about how they're spending their money, what they're doing with their money, and all those things because as easy as it come in, it's even easier to go out. So you got to be mindful of that and just try not to be reckless, even though it's easy to be reckless. Mm -hmm. And I want to, I'm sorry, I was just trying to Google to make sure I kind of say this saying right um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but they say it's a time to be proactive and a time to be reactive. Mm -hmm. And right now it's a time for you to be proactive and making sure you doing what you need to do to prepare yourself and your family for what whatever may come your way and I'm not saying you know just because we're in this particular economic situation but this is always you should right. always be kind of prepared for the best case the worst case scenario to come about because you is life you never know what's going to happen but specifically in these times just really just make sure you're taking the time to just do these things we've talked about and more and really just put yourself in a position where you don't have to end up in the worst case scenario exactly. things go left because we exactly. don't want that for nobody and we definitely nice. don't, you know we definitely don't want us to have to experience those difficult times because we all know how hard it could be to bounce back from things like that exactly. so just you know take the time do what you got to do and don't try and be reactive and, you know, react to things as they're happening. Be proactive and do these steps and prepare yourself so you won't have to be in that situation. And I'm, I'm pretty sure we all got um, got expenses that we can cut that we probably don't even. We probably spend $25 on this that we don't even realize, $50 on this that we don't really realize, $100 on something that we definitely don't even need. So that's something that we that, – uh, you got to pay attention to going into, with, with going into this whole year. You know what I'm saying? You want to pay attention to exactly where your money going. Don't You don't want a, do, a dime to be missing. You want to know where everything got so everything is on the up and up for real. And I'll add to that really quick. I will say um, you guys should definitely, one, get an app that tracks your spending. Now, if you bank with a major bank, 
they usually have this already built into their app where they'll track your expenses, but there are also third-party apps that you can use. Just make sure they're reliable, trustworthy apps and track your spending each month and see what categories, you know, you're spending the most right, in, right. the least in, so you can make changes as needed to have a budget, Have whether it's a spreadsheet or a note in your phone, whatever the case may be, you need to be budgeting. Um, two, three weeks in advance before that month comes about. So for the month of January, you should already budget it for January. You know how much you're going to make. You know how much income is coming in. You should already have your budget ready to go. Um, three, I will say this, print out your statements at the end of each month because that can also be another means for tracking your spending, but also just making sure nothing goes overlooked. Sometimes you get overcharged for things. Sometimes you get charged for t charged for things twice. It's some things you may not have even did and you've gotten charged but because you're not checking your account and checking your spending, you miss these things. So I would say print out your statements just to have that extra level of awareness so that you can see where all the money is going. And um, last but not least, you know, don't want to be be one of those people who's afraid to look at their account. You know, even if it's, you know, it's low, it may be on the verge of being negative, whatever the case may be, you need to be looking at your account. You need to be checking, if not daily, weekly, and just seeing where you're at. So, you know, okay, um, I'm at this amount right now. I already got a budget out for this, you know, things pop up. This is how much I got to spend, play with. Cool. Now I know how to handle, you know, this situation or the days to come. So just, you know, have that self-awareness, um, those hard talks with yourself, your significant other, and just keep track of those expenses as best as you know how. And uh, now I had to take risks, and this is a very simple, easy, uh, quick one. It's just simple. Take risks, man. Just, uh, you're not gonna get nowhere staying stagnant and not taking chances. You gotta take a chance on yourself. And every and, and that don't mean just with investments. That can mean with a a, 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 a strategy, a bit a business strategy that you want to shoot out the ground or anything like that. You just need to take a risk and take a chance on yourself. Like I said, there's no growth without risk. And you don't want to take stupid risks. You want to be intelligent while you're taking the risk. You want to be calculated with the risk. But you still just want to take the chance. So many of us, we don't take no chances on anything and then wonder why we're still in the same place. So with this year, I wish I want everybody to do something that's outside of their comfort zone, something they, they're extremely uncomfortable with, something they never thought they would do. Just do it. Aim, like have crazy, crazy targets. Like really aim for something extremely high that you didn't even think you could accomplish. I just want you to take that risk and still try to accomplish it because you never know what could happen. Mm -hmm. And on terms of risk, I know the biggest thing that holds us back from taking risk is the people around us. So just make sure you do like that, that audit of your circle. Some things are not meant to be shared with everybody. Some plans, some goals are meant to stay between you and maybe a certain um, select few people who understand and who can give you advice rather than discourage you. So just keep, you know, keep that in mind. Um, you know, taking risk, a lot of people don't want to see you win. A lot of people don't want to see you uh, doing better than them. So just make sure, you know, you keep that in mind. Make sure the advice and the feedback you may be getting from the outside world is actually concrete advice and feedback um, as far as, like, what you're trying to do and not just people trying to hold you back and, you know, prevent you from taking that next step. 
and the, and the final one is um, at the end of the day, just be grateful, man. Like we all made it to a new year, number one. So just be grateful for that. Like I don't want people to think because I know we we mentioned like economic collapse or recession most of the time this episode. I don't want people to think this is some sad shit or we going like we just we just speaking in reality on things that can happen this year. And we want everybody to win. But at the end of the day, be grateful. Each day it's a new opportunity. Just because you had a bad Monday don't mean you have a bad Tuesday. Just because you had a great Tuesday don't mean you're going to have a great Wednesday. You know, each day brings new things, new opportunities, new challenges. So each day that we wake up, I think that we should be grateful for the opportunity we get. You know what I'm saying? Because that, that attitude of gratitude is really how you uh, propel forward in life, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Like I said, man, we all done made it to 2023. You know what I'm saying? We all want this to be a great one. So that's just to start that off. I'm grateful for that alone. And I hope all of you all are grateful as well to be here. You know what I'm saying? Listening to this episode with us. You know what I'm saying? Chopping it up with us and stuff like that. So that's just number 10. Mm -hmm. And like I said earlier, bad times are temporary. Good times are temporary. It all is up and down all the time. But the most important thing is that you stay grateful throughout the good and the bad. That's yeah. what matters the most. Exactly. Um, you get one life to live. You know, just be happy and grateful for every second you're here on this earth. Life is too short to be upset over little and meaningless things, especially when we know we all got um the tools and the knowledge and the ability to change our uh our futures and our trajectory at any given moment if we just set our mind to it so keep that in mind but gratitude is everything gratitude is everything so that's that's uh 10 ways number one like i said number one was set goals number two was exercise number three was build your relationship with god or whatever you believe in number four was educate yourself five better eating habits Six, wake up early. Seven, take risks. Eight, limit distractions. Nine, limit or decrease your expenses. And 10 is be grateful, man. That's all things. I think if you apply those things consistently, you know, consistency is really the key. If you apply those things regularly, I, I, I believe it's impossible for you not to have a great year. You know what I'm saying? If you really, really apply yourself and do it all those things regularly, you're going to have a great year. You could pretty much, you could pretty much um, guarantee it. And we're going to, this is this gonna be a big year for Millionaire Mindsets. We're gonna be dropping a lot of a lot of episodes, a lot of fire content this year. We're about to go super crazy. We're about to go up. We're gonna have some conferences this year. We're dropping a lot of things this year. Make sure y'all, y'all, y'all definitely stay tuned. D D may be uh she may be out for a lot of it, but it's all good. I'll right? be here in spirit. You'll be here in spirit, man. You know, like uh for the listeners, like this is something that y'all may not know because this is something obviously that me and D we talked about a private when we started when we started the show, like um, and D agreed to be the co-host or whatever. She told me from the jump, she was like, "I'll give you three years." She said, "I'll be your co-host for three years." And I was like, "All right, it's it's it's," <laughs> and, and we and and, that, and I'm saying this because I know um. We still, she, she's still not 100% sure whether she's going to come back for a time to be a co-host or, or take a step back. She's going to take that time to figure it out. But I'm saying at the end of the day, starting from where we started from and we made history, we became a, a, a top three business podcast in the country as a couple. And we the first couple to ever do that. So, like, whether whether she comes back as a, as a, as a co-host at some point permanently or, or leaves for good, at the end of the day, we made history, and can't nobody take that away. We did some great things to show. We got millions and millions of downloads. We built a crazy community, a crazy audience, so we did great things. So I just want to say 
thank you for being on this journey with me, D. Like, I really, really appreciate it. You've been an amazing co-host. Like I said, this is not no goodbye. This is just, we don't know what, you know what I'm saying? We don't know. So we'll I'm just like. See let, you later. Yeah, right, right. It's just to <laughs> see you later. We don't, and, and people always ask for you. So I just felt the need to say that on camera. You know, I tell you this privately all the time, but on camera, just for our listeners and watchers, I want them to hear me tell this to you because this show wouldn't be nowhere near where it is without you. You've been amazing. Um, You've been amazing with everything you've been doing on the show, behind the scenes, in front of the scenes. And uh, like I said, this show wouldn't be nowhere near where it is without you. So I just want to say I appreciate you. And mm -hmm. we, we we made history at the end of the day. You know what yes. I'm saying? So that's, that's, I, I just want to say <laughs> that real quick. We definitely did. And I want to say thank you for that. That was beautiful. And it's nobody I would rather go on this journey with. Um, and, you know, something for me that started off, as somewhat a hobby truly right. turned into a passion of mine i never ever right. thought i would be a podcaster let alone enjoy podcasting um but i did i took a chance i took a risk and i came on this journey i learned a lot about myself i learned a lot about you know different things in the world i didn't know about um and it's been a great i met a lot of wonderful people doing this and it's it's truly been a blessing in disguise mm -hmm. um being a part of the millionaire mindset show and i know it's gonna grow and continuously grow and become one of the biggest shows to ever do it mm -hmm. and i'm just happy to say you know i was able to be on here and be a part of that and give my knowledge and wisdom to right. you all and not only that but grow as a person find my voice build my confidence this show has really helped me a lot with that so thank you to everybody who's listening who supported who's you know encouraged me <laughs> giving me feedback um told me you know how much they enjoyed me being on the show i truly appreciate it all of you i'm yeah. so grateful and i wish y'all all, all the best and, and you know the audience appreciate you you know they you 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 a fan favorite they always ask about you they always asking you know saying how they love the things your input your questions and all that so yeah they they they, they definitely appreciate you and like i said man i don't want to be redundant but we, we 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 done some great things and if you know diana anybody that know diana when i asked her to do this show like if you know her you know her personality she's a behind the camera person she's not even a, in the camera there's really not her personality to be in a camera in a limelight like doing these things she's naturally like a low-key out of the way kind of person so for her to even come for these past three years to come and be out of her comfort zone being in front of the camera being in the limelight talking knows that's a big step for her because that's just naturally not her personality at all so once again i just want to say thank you again for being here being my co-host like i said there's not no goodbye there's not no mm -hmm. farewell this is just this just giving you your flowers in a moment and i appreciate that and you guys next year hopefully we all see me again we have our newest little member joining us for an episode <laughs> or a cameo or something of that sort um but we're happy we're expanding our family and mm -hmm. god is good life is good life is i can't good. ask for more everything is amazing and i just want to say thank y'all again for tuning in this episode that's all i got for you this episode on the million up mindsets it's 2023 let's get it see you guys next episode Peace. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars. If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama. Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid. Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit. Trying to learn some game, Xavier gonna talk about it. No Deanna speak that sh that everybody vouching. Ain't no more excuses valid. Get up off the couch and get up in your bag. To your bank account, need an accountant.